okay, so I want to I want to preface all of this with Chris. This is I usually I usually let you do your thing, right? Yeah. Like this is kind of your passion project. Like you are the creative force behind us doing this podcast here. Okay. I'm just along for the ride. Okay. So I typically leave your descriptions in whatever. Like that's up on you. But I would like to propose an alternate title to this episode, okay? Okay. When you brought up this topic to me, you said you just gave me you posed the question. What the fuck is sleep token? Okay. I would like to propose the question, how important is authorial intent? I'm going to leave that thought now. You will understand why. Let's move on. Chris, we listened to Sleep Token. Or rather, I'm assuming we listened to and did research and watched people talk about and tried to figure out what the hell Sleep Token is all about. Because they are exploding right now with the release of their third full album. And I don't know where you want to begin, Christopher, because as always, we have not really discussed this. So I do not have a clue where you're coming from in this. Jeff... I don't know where I'm coming from in this either, because basically I've been seeing and hearing articles about Sleep Token since about January. They've existed for a couple years before this, but I hadn't really heard about them until January things started blowing up. And it's a name that I saw one time, you know, two times, and then I said, oh, I've seen that before. Okay, this band's obviously coming up. And, you know... Normally I check them out or, you know, maybe I don't and they go away after a couple months, but it kept coming up and it, it, it had some interesting article titles that I sent you. One of the earliest ones I remember are forget ghost sleep token will be your new favorite metal band. That was back in March. The one that I must remember from around January is sleep token. What's behind the rapid rise of the mysterious mass collective, uh, which refers to them as an alt metal band, which um, has had a sold out UK tour. And they're, like you said, their third album came out very recently. There's been a lot of hype around the singles that have been dropping since earlier this year. But I hadn't listened to any of the singles. And I just kind of kept seeing this name. And I was vaguely interested. And I started seeing words like genre mixing, R&B, pop. So we got more weird pop mixed with metal, right, Jeff? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, without really understanding, because there's lore to this band, there's, you know, all kinds of, uh, well, we'll get into it, but I I, I, I just kind of was like, Jeff, I keep seeing this thing, let's check it out. Uh, Went over great for Avenged Sevenfold, right? You know? See what happens. So, we both listened to probably varying amounts of Sleep Token. I mostly hung around the new album. Okay. But I did go back and check out the last two albums. What I wrote reads like uh, a review of Take Me Back to Eden, but it applies to everything I've heard on all three albums, I think. Okay. But there is one song, it's a non-album track at the end that I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to. 
Oh, I didn't do that at all, actually. I I made a playlist of just their their three albums. Sundowning, uh, This Place Will Become Your Tomb, and then their newest one, Take Me Back to Eden. I just made a playlist, and I let it go. Well, there was a cover that stuck out to me, and I had to check it out. But Oh, I don't know if I looked. I don't think I saw that at all, so I have no thoughts on that as, as, a, as a thing. So... Let's let's let, let's get the let's get the the gatekeepy shit out of the way. I do not care about the argument of whether they're metal or not. People do it with Ghost. People are doing it with this. I don't care either way. I will say that I stand on the side of I think they are metal less frequently than they are other genres, and I don't. I think I find it odd that they are described as primarily a metal band when I think that is a small portion of their sound. Just because you have occasional heavy, genty guitars, I don't think that qualifies you as a metal band. That is not making an opinion. That is just like from a, a like trying to think musically perspective. I, I, I'm just confused why that's the label they get more than anything. Does trying to sense? be objective. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just, I just find that, I just find it odd. I just find that very, very odd. But I will have to say that I had the thought originally. So I just, like I said, I made a playlist and I originally, so I, I went into this knowing nothing about the band. I just put it on shuffle. And the first thing I hear is the song Levitate, which is um off of the album Sundowning. And it is the least metal sounding thing imaginable. And I really was starting to have the thought of, in what world are these guys a metal band? <laughs> now, mind you, I did eventually, obviously, get into other songs where, like, yeah, I, I, I see it. There's definitely some metal influence here. There's a lot of, um... It vaguely reminds me of Periphery, in yeah. that it's, like, it's like wall of sound, just big open chords coming at you kind of thing. But I, I, I will have to admit that I did have that brief moment of, like... No, no one should be calling this metal. I don't understand this. I really do think that they are more. They are more a alternative R and B pop group, sound wise. They're more of like a, a an ambient R and B thing. I think more often. But that aside, all that aside, getting that out of the way. Out of the way. Letting go of the genre thing. I do you wanna before we get into the music, do you wanna at least touch on what the concept behind the band is supposed to be? Yeah. So the, the idea... concept No, so so the concept is um whether they like to admit it or not, they they're they're copying ghost. Like, I'm sorry, that is not up for debate. They are doing the whole people in masks being anonymous with really dark imagery shtick. Say it, admit to it, and move on. It is not a bad thing in and of itself. Right? I, I am it not, is not a, It is not taboo to say that. No. Just admit it. I'm not going to argue with a word you say. I'm just going to give you their, their concept, I guess. Their definition is that the singer is a vessel for a god known as sleep, and every song that they are singing is supposed to be a token or an offering to the listener from the deity. I offer that context up only because um, it makes me feel less uncomfortable when the singer sings lines that make him sound like a manipulative weirdo. Like you want me to say 
you want me to say you want me, but I'm not what you need, but I am. <laughs> is that what it is? You want you, you want me to say uh, you don't need me, but I am, or something like that? I, I, yeah, yeah. So, something like that. I do not have a lot of the lyrics memorized, certainly. <laughs> you say you want me, but you know I'm not what you need, but I am. There we go. Okay. Yes, so he is, he in rather all the band members, they are vessels. They are bringing the message of the the god that can only be known as sleep because its name is uh, unknowable to pe- Shut up, Cthulhu. I was right? going to say, like, I love Call it. It's Cthulhu. Cthulhu. It's Cthulhu, okay? This whole mythos around these guys is so Lovecraftian, it hurts. I mean, straight up to, like, he is, he, they are, they are cult-like. It is all that he is spoken to in dreams. There's this quote going around how sleep is the god that had granted people the, uh, the, the, the glory of dreams, but also the curse of nightmares. Or Just shut the fuck up. Oh, great. There is, first off, first off, all of this dream talk, right? He the sleep talks to the singer in dreams, and they communicate in dreams. He com- do dreams, and there's so much dream injury. There is there are few things in this world that are less interesting than dreams. Okay, there are exactly two people in this world who can talk to me about their dreams without me actively telling them to shut the fuck up, and that is my girlfriend and her six year old daughter. <laughs> Otherwise, unless your dream story takes less than a minute to tell, I want to hear nothing about it. They are images that your brain connects and just, like, arbitrarily makes a story so they don't mean anything. Shut the fuck up about dreams. If your dream story doesn't make me laugh, I don't want to hear it, man. If your dream story doesn't involve something also happening in real life, right? Like, I have a coworker who recently had a dream that her husband was cheating on her. And then she woke up and she was still really mad at her husband. And she didn't realize it for a while why she was mad at him. Like... It's a thing that happened. Like, I get it. It's fine. That was a that was a thing. I'm okay with that. Do not talk to me about your dreams. And there is just so much dream talk in the entire lore and mythos of Sleep Token. And again, uh, 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 shut up, Cthulhu. Just shut up. Absolutely. <laughs> Evidently, this is more of a one-man project. I guess someone said that he has a drummer. Uh, and it's mostly or completely written and performed maybe by one guy. And the rest of the band is a touring touring group. This 100% feels like a one-man show. Like, it is a single guy who has a concept in mind, and, and he's running with it. Which I have no problem with. I, I don't mind that in and of itself. Good, good, good for him in that regard. I just think the concept is stupid. Uh, stop, stop. Well, you think the concept is stupid? Let's get right into it, Jeff. What do you think of the music? So, 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 so the problem is, I, I, I don't think you can separate the two. Okay. I really don't. Um, the entire band's existence is centered around this whole story. They're, you know, again, they're, they're, a, they're an anonymous band. They're another one of those, which if you would have told me a month ago, hey, would would you like to hear another like anonymous band and be part of that puzzle trying to figure out who they are, right? Yeah. I would have been all on board. Like I thought that that's something that I wanted. 
because I've never been part of the fan base during the early stages of that. Like, Slipknot I became aware of way too late. I, I, I believe we already knew who all the members were and whatever. Like, they, I think they had already dropped the numbers shtick and whatnot. Um, and if not, I wasn't actually a fan until way, way, way later. Either way. Um, Ghost, when you first introduced me to Ghost, it was already not known we definitively, but like, it was very strongly assumed who the lead guy was. There was a lot of strong evidence that it was, you know, Tobias Forge. Um, I thought I wanted something like this, but now that it's like, it exists and it's in front of me, maybe it's because there's so much more to figure out. Like there's people are more worried about figuring out the story and the lore that I guess we're not worried about who the people are, but I'm just not interested in knowing who the people are. And I thought I would be, but again, I think it's because it's overshadowed by their whole, the whole story that he is this messenger or, or, or whatever. So we've, we've talked before about this concept, this idea, this theory of, of why we might hate some music that we hate and it is the theory goes, the theory proposed by a man named Adam Neely, is that a lot of music you hate might be because it is so close to something you love and something you want it to be. But it falls short in just certain specific ways. It's almost like an uncanny valley effect, right? Like it's almost there, but it's just wrong enough that it's awful. We have talked about that before. and We I have a few times. see where you're coming from with this. Musically, musically, there's a lot I really like here. Oh, God. There are, in fact, there are some songs oh, that I no. absolutely love. Oh, no. Um, there is specifically, there is a song called Are You Really Okay? It's on the newest album, Take oh, Me Home. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure you know it. So you really don't like this. I'm going to send you a little image I made. Like, do you I really hope, not? I hope that it gives you the file name. As it's sending. Okay. No, I guess not. This I You really sent... did. You have an image that you called Are You Really Okay? No, no, no. And the image is... is named shittoken.png. Oh, I don't see that. And I sent you a but it's, it's a picture it's of you listening to Are You Really Okay on Spotify. Oh, as I didn't even shown, realize that. Uh, as shown on Discord, and it's Kermit the Frog doing the nervous face going, oh no, he likes it, doesn't he? I do. I think that song is is beautiful and haunting and desperate. And oh my God, I think that song is incredible. The problem is I, I'm listening to it and then I remember that this isn't about some unrequited love. It's about some bullshit Cthulhu insect woman demigod from what I've read people say. And that's where it loses me. I think if this man would just suck it up and accept the fact that he's a pretty damn good writer of, like, depressing ambient R&B pop songs, I think I could be all on board with what this man does. But, but because he surrounds himself with the most obnoxiously, like, writing school 101 
style lore built up behind him. I can't, I can't deal with it. I really can't. Jeff, do you have anything else nice to say? Do you have anything else nice to say? Yeah, I, I have. Um, I, I, credit I where mean, it's due. I, I think the piano is really nice. I think it might be the most interesting instrument on the. Credit where it's due. I think I think a lot of the music is actually quite frankly credit where it's due. Uh, when they're not hmm. pretending to be metal, I think they're really good. Uh, as a metal sure. band, as as a metal band, this is the most 2002 hot topic bullshit I've ever okay. heard. This is like someone described what Deftones sounds like. Oh my god! Okay. Spoiler and alert. What? That's what it is. It's 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 like they played a game of telephone, mm-hmm. right? Where like you have like eight people describing to each other what Deftones sounds like, yeah. and then the last person has to do it. See, I think I think we're gonna agree with many words that we're going to say, but um, I hated this. I- I'm not surprised. This was torment. This was torture. If you like this band and don't like when people say mean things, you're not going to like anything I say after this point. I'll I'll, I'll give them this. I'll, I'm agreeing with you on the mythology and shit. I think he, I think he paints a vivid picture with his lyrics sometimes, which I like. Diamonds in the trees, pentagrams in the night sky, or whatever. It's kind of corny, but kind of poetry high school poetry but i'm kind of on board yeah uh it's it's um kind of juvenile but yeah in a way that i can i can appreciate a lot of the songs though i think if i try to take them as an unrequited love song it sounds kind of incelly, which is weird uh oh yeah oh yeah i mean we're, we're we're definitely it's definitely like a lot of it veers on the world of uh of cringeworthy yeah um but i just thought this was abysmal and you know i like weird genre mixing i normally kind of root for that kind of thing i think there's a lot of entertaining musicians who do that uh, mix rap and metal and pop and all that stuff has been done in really creative ways um and i don't think this is especially creative because i thought half of the songs sounded like a mediocre pop song for half the duration and then uh, it replaced the bass drop with the most mediocre Malcore gent I've ever heard in my life. Again, I think the weakest aspect of it, aside from the story, the weakest aspect is when they're trying to be metal. I think he is at his best when he's being uh, depressing ambient R&B. I guess, but I don't even... Even the, like, R&B slash rap slash trap slash i don't fucking know whatever aspects also sound very run-of-the-mill i don't think that sounds like and the whole thing is just fucking mixed like a brick so there's no dynamics between the the pop part of the song and the metal part of the song it it's all fucking loud the whole thing yeah so it it is it is definitely mixed like a modern pop album it's trapped the right which again 40 subgenres of electronic music and they all suck there's a lot of trap beats yeah, that would be that would be accurate. There was a lot of trap beats in it, um, which I think that's just coming down to a personal preference thing. I I certainly don't mind them. I don't think it adds anything to the songs, but I certainly don't mind it. But no, I mean, I I really do think I think there's a handful of songs here that I think would be really great songs, stripped of the gross context of what they are, um, especially on the album "Take Me to Eden." There's a lot on here that I think is trying to be sexy question. It's mark. very strange. It's um it's it's very suggestive. 
And again, we're talking about a character who is possessed by or singing to a occult uh, a god. Um, and that's just really dumb, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> again, and I'm not really sure where this is coming from. I've read that that sleep is is described as a uh, uh, an insect woman god of some sort. I don't really know where that came from. I, I have found no explanation as to how we know what sleep supposedly looks I, like. I, okay, I don't know for sure, but I think that was in one of the music videos or something, and I was just, like, watching the music video for something to look oh, at while this okay. music bored me out of my fucking skull. So, so again, I, I don't watch music videos. I, I really feel like maybe I should when we're doing these weird concept things. Well, I was I hoping for find... some visual stimulation to go along with my fucking just... audio boredom. <laughs> I just find music videos so, so awful. Um, you know what? They've really fucking fell off since they've become a YouTube-only thing and there's no fucking televised music video channel. I, I mean, not that MTV was ever, like, a good thing, probably, for the music industry, but I, I liked when people produced videos in the 90s and then everything became lyric videos for a while and everything's, like, budget, like, low budget now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, they're, I don't think they're bringing in the money they used right, to. Right, right, obviously. They used to be used absolutely. to promote albums, and no one knows. Do you know Spotify promotes albums now? Yeah. You know, you don't sell physical copies much anymore. You already know if a, an album's coming out if you plan on buying the physical copy. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's no surprises. Even the vocals just felt flat and uninteresting, and it sounds like he added effects, and it made it sound AI-generated. It's not to say he's incompetent. He sounds fine, but, like... He tries to get flashy sometimes, but I don't think going all over the place with your voice is the same thing as having emotion. I, I don't care for it. Uh, his harsh vocals are fine. I don't have as much of a problem. It's like what I'm used to from that genre. But the metal that is in front of kind of sucks usually. I mean, so so again, I think this is where we're just going to split on on personal taste here. Um, the it, It's all overproduced. Yeah. But again, I I think coming from the the style of music that it really is, because it is not not to be gatekeepy. I'm just stating like how genres are are defined. This is not metal. Like this is not a metal band. And if it is, at best, it is like early two thousands like pop mallcore metal. Right? It is extremely overproduced. There are constantly effects on his voice. And that's the point. Yeah. Um. Now, what I, I I was curious. I was watching some live performance videos, and I'm I'm going to yo know, giving the benefit of the doubt here, right? I am going to assume that he's not lip syncing and that this is all like a live performance, but they sound really solid live. I think sure I are. think I think especially the the front man here. I think he sounds great live. Yeah. Um but we are definitely again, we're getting into a vocal style like he is very much an R&B style singer who just puts himself in front of periodic genty guitars. Right. And this I agree is... with that, but I don't know, man. I even the R&B I'm just not impressed, really. Have you have you listened to the song Fall for Me by any chance? Here, let me describe it this way. It's the song that's literally just Hide and Seek by Image and Heap. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. And it was that was that's the one that doesn't get heavy, right? 
I don't believe it ever does, but it also uses the exact same like vocoder effect yeah. as 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 hide and seek. Um, so I was having this thought for a little while while listening to them. <sighs> On one hand, I am I'm very sick of of artists feeling like they need to be a genre. Right. Like it's like, oh, well, we play this style of music. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. I think that's I think that's a a concept that I'm I'm glad we are seeing go away a little bit. Right. You know, Led Zeppelin on on the same album could do an acoustic folk song, a blues song, a hard rock song, and then throw in something that has like danceable grooves just for good measure. And that's just what they did. And that was common for bands in the 60s and 70s. And then the 80s started ruining that. What the hell even is an early Queen album? Was this which genre yeah, is a seventies Queen album? That's that's kind of exactly my point. Um, I love that the jazz album has every genre but jazz on it, <laughs> right? But a lot of a lot of what Sleep Token has done to me, the way I'm hearing this, feels like he sat down to write a song, and he said to himself. I want this song to sound like insert song by artist. Mm-hmm. So fall for me. It's like he sat down and listened to uh, again. Hide and seek is, is probably the, the biggest one that has this very specific sound. Um, uh, there's a song, a perfect circle did a cover of a song and I'm drawing a blank on what song it is. It's on the album emotive. It's at the end. fiddle and drum. Is that Joni Mitchell? I want to say, and it has a very similar, like, multi-tracked vocal effect on it. And I feel like Vessel sat down and was just like, I want to write that song. And he wrote Fall For Me. Or he'd write some of his heavier songs and he's, like, putting on a um, a Deftones album. And he's like, I want to sound like this for a track. And I want to sound like this for a track. Yeah. And then I want this song to sound like this. And it's like, it's all, there's a lot of variety. But everything here... Not everything. A lot of things here sound very, very similar to to something that already exists. Like, this is definitely a man who wears his influences on his sleeve. Yeah. I know I even bring up Deftones at some point. Because I, I, I know I said, at its worst, this sounds like he took a pop song and a gent song and sewn them together without, like any effort to merge the two genres it's just like pop song and then but like with gent music instead right and at its best it sounds like a modern reimagining of new metal where the pop is more updated the metal is more updated but it does if you told me this is what the deftones sound like now i would believe you yeah oh yeah i again i mean i this whole project is is that's in fact that's my review of the summoning because I it's Deftones. Yeah, that song is Deftones because there's I like I said the the thing is like for as different as this album tried to be, I don't feel like individual songs do much different and there's like five no. songs that did something different. That's one of them. Um Vor is more heavy throughout, right? Uh but I liked it better when it was called Def Heaven. <laughs> that's exactly my point. Just put on the Sunbather album. Monster Ballads called and wants to talk about Are You Really Okay? But I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and for me, Ascensionism was probably the best song on the album. But that's probably just because it tried to do the most things within the confines of its mixing. 
And uh, Do so, You Wish That You Loved Me is not only the worst song of the year, but probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard. So I'm really glad you mentioned Ascensionism because that is the one song from people who give this album a negative review. That is the one song they seem to agree is the most tolerable. So I'm glad you are running par for the course yeah, on that. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, like I said, that's the one where I think it goes the most all over the place. And it's like, yeah, it does. if you're going to fucking mix the genres, go nuts. Yeah, it's 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 probably the most interesting song. I don't think it's the best uh, personal preference here. It's just really not anything I'm particularly interested in. Can I also just say I'm glad you brought up the song Vor? Yeah. Um, just because apparently it's going to be a thing now where I, I reference uh, weird pornography fetishes. But <laughs> that one I know for a fact is a fetish. Yes. Um, unlike when we were watching Bochi the Rock and I had um, mixed up a word I mixed up something with Futanari or whatever as like an egg laying fetish. Uh, vor, which is just the Latin word meaning like to eat or something along those lines. Vor is an art style fetish. Do not tell me otherwise. I'm pretty sure that's literally what the song is about anyway. <laughs> the title was a reference, Jeff, to how they fucking ate Deaf Heaven style and fucking spewed it back up on the album. <laughs> All right, I mean, I'll fucking okay. send you a Deaf Heaven song and tell me it's not the same garbage, Chris. Because I'm I'm obsessed with uh, uh reading interviews from people now. Can I send you some quotes to make you hate these guys more uh more than you hate Billy Corgan? <laughs> Can I read a couple? I of don't these? think it's gonna be hard at this point. I already I'm about to forgive Billy Corgan for putting out that shitty album because everything I listen to sounds better after I listen to this. Can, can I, I hate this album. <laughs> Can I read a couple of these? Yeah, go for it. Quote, As musicians, we are inspired by the human condition and a plethora oh, of artists. Oh, fuck off! But, but, but we are deeply moved by his words and continue to do our utmost to bring them to life. As followers, we are bound by a duty to combine our crafts to create music that conveys some of our most primal and powerful emotions. Hold on, hold on, and I have another one. Quote, Our verses are a token, crafted to magnify and embody the multitude of emotion that writhes in our subconscious. Sonically, our voice is rooted in the resonation between the notes and your emotion. Take our hand. Anyways, Shut this the fuck shit up, sucks. <laughs> Garbage-ass R&B um, stapled to garbage-ass metal, fight me. I'm not going to sing praise for them for genre milk uh, mixing when it's the fucking mil most milk toast pop I've ever heard stapled the gent by numbers. I'm glad they have a fan base. Good for them. I don't get it. I, I'm glad they're connecting with the metal community, but for all of the shit metal fans give bands like Nickelback or fucking even Imagine Dragons, apparently they'll accept any shitty pop music if it ends by ripping off Mashuga. Fuck the metal community <laughs> and their fucking... They've turned away so many awesome bands for not being metal enough, and they're going to champion this. Fuck off. I mean, surely. I, I want to meet anyone who who complains about Ghost but listens to this. I really do. I want to meet them and I want to know what the hell's wrong with them. Okay, Chris, like, do not get me wrong. This is not good. Like, on the whole, I am giving this a one out of five. Giving this a positive number upsets me. I, I, well, that's not, that's not how my scale works. There are a few songs on here 
that I real I genuinely do like. Like I'm not gonna say I don't. I genuinely do really like a few of these songs. The problem is they're not the songs I want them to be. Which is going back to my proposed title of how important is authorial intent? Should I care what the author says? Because if I want this song to mean something else, I hate the fact that it is tainted by the by his 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 bullshit Cthulhu thing. And I'm not just bringing up Cthulhu over and over again. There is one of their hidden Easter eggs was they were releasing singles, three singles in a row that in the artwork for the singles were coordinates. And if you got all the three coordinates, it brought you to whatever that part in the Pacific Ocean is that's, like, the most remote part on Earth. Right? Like, even these guys are pointing to, like, the middle of the ocean. Like, it's just Cthulhu. Just shut the fuck up. They're talking about Cthulhu, all right? Sleep is just Cthulhu. He talks to people in dreams. He it Just shut the fuck up. Jeff, you can't spoil um, it. That's not... They haven't made enough money to put out the album that reveals that. I don't care what they're doing. I, I, I'm not going to revisit them. Well, okay, how about uh, talking about authorial intent? Yeah. Let's talk about a cover that they did. <sighs> okay, let's do that, I guess. I don't really want to, uh, but let's... let's. Did, have you... Did you see... Did you even happen to take a peek? Uh, I'm looking now. Hold on. Singles and EPs. Um... They covered Hey Ya. Jeff. I'm not even listening to this. Their no, cover no, of Hey Ya makes me want to eat my own fucking head. This is ass garbage. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I don't not think we talked about it on the show, but we were discussing one night the idea of what makes a cover bad, right? And we discussed okay. that, that Hallelujah video that you don't particularly agree with everything with. Yeah. By Tantacruel. But I... But I think that there is a point to like when you sing something in a way that ignores the original author's intent. The idea of Hey Ya is that it's this kind of depressing song juxtaposed against this catchy thing that ends up being played at your cousin's wedding, despite it's being about being how miserable a relationship is, right? He literally says, y'all don't want to hear me, y'all just want to dance, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing with Hey Ya. Like, I'm not... I am not the biggest Outkast fan, but I think that they're fine, and I think that's a cool song for that. Why the fuck would I want this sad, overly dramatic Puddles Pity Party version of Hey Ya? <laughs> oh, man, I love the callbacks to Puddles. Fucking um, listen to yeah, it. Please, the, give it 30 seconds to tell me this isn't no, just a Puddles no, Pity Party version. I, no, I don't need to because I can always already tell you exactly what it's going to sound like. Like, I don't, I don't need to. And it's, and I'm going to completely agree with you. If he did it in his dark, ambient, sad R&B style, like, no, he, he missed the point of the song. Oh my God. I so, but you know what? If he can, if he can ignore authorial intent, I am also going to. That is not changing my rating of sleep. Uh, the answer to what is sleep, sleep is it's just, oh. it's, 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 it's I'm sorry, token. sleep token. That's no, not... the band's. No, no, sleep sucks too. Don't even defend. No, it. Sleep. no, sleep sounds ten times better than in whatever. The, fucking Dragonaut's a better song than anything on this album, even if it's that one yeah, but, fucking song. I don't care. But that's but that's the only song I don't they give ever a shit. that was good. Fucking but whatever. No, sleep sleep token is is not good, and this is not something I'm ever going to revisit. I so, anyways, we're gonna 
I am mad that they ruined what could have been a couple really good depressing songs by surrounding it in let's just I'm just going to call it out for what it is. I I have tried and I still periodically try so hard to get into Lovecraftian style horror and I just can't. I just I'm sorry. Sure I don't can. I don't no I can't. Yeah. The the whole Eldritch God bullshit is stupid. Well, okay, but you 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 do though. That's the thing. It's just you don't like it when it's directly in reference to Cthulhu because you watch the thing, you like the thing. That's Lovecraftian style. You Alien is like Lovecraftian in a lot of ways. Not okay. Not not in the specific manner I'm referring to of like the how do I say this? The tropes of the uh, oh my god. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how I want to explain the trope that I'm specifically bothered by. Which is the whole cultists following uh, an elder god thing, and just shut the fuck up. I don't care. Either way, Chris, I give it a one of ten. That's I, I, I really, I really. If I have to give it a positive score, I guess I give it a one out of ten too. I'm can't wait. I hope this gets comments. I want, I want you to know something. What? I was tempted when doing this episode to say. Chris, you posed the question, what is sleep? And the answer is something I don't want to talk about anymore. And then I had every intention of starting reading you, reading to you a review of a different album I was listening to. <laughs> I was very tempted well, to just straight up refuse to do this review. This, I apologize. This is the first and last time I'm going to apologize for having an idea. Uh, I wish. No, don't apologize. I think no, it was I wish that we had both slept instead of listening to this and toked instead of this. Well, I don't do that. It still would have been preferable to the time I wasted trying to see if I could like this because I cannot. Chris, what have you been I'm listening sorry. to lately? <laughs> I was like, Chris, what have you been listening to lately? Um. I'll tell you what, I, I, one thing I said, I think is literally true. I think other music just sounds better because there's a new Swans album and I don't get it. And I, it's, <laughs> up, they're up there with Radiohead in bands that there are really dedicated fan bases that insist that the band is good and they just don't do anything for me. This whole episode is just going to get down votes and down votes and down votes. But, <laughs> but that said, all music is better in the wake of sleep token. They left a trail of shit so strong that like I'm listening to swans and I'm like, you know, this kind of reminds me of Nick cave. If I beat this down my throat long enough, I might like it. Oh my God. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> so, oh, the, man. The, but you know how you ever listen to something and you go like, I don't like this, but I feel like if I heard this in the right state of mind and at the right, yeah, moment, absolutely. It would connect. That's yes. how I feel about swans. And maybe that's the same way with Radiohead, but it just doesn't do anything for me. The new Baroness song was good. I oh, liked right. that. Their last album was mixed like shit. It was mixed so fucking badly that it ruined the album. So it's nice to hear that this song wow. is mixed like an album and not cement. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think people will argue with me on that. Mixed like cement is a good statement, though, man. Can I, I, like I, can I just, just... Could you just listen to this mix for a fucking second? I feel like I have before, actually. Because I actually really would have liked this album... But then I also... Okay, so the new song does this weird thing where the guitar solo sounds like it was recorded in a different room or something. 
and they like placed over, I, which I won't mind if it's the only song it does that on, but I hope it doesn't become like a thematic thing. Okay. Just skip ahead a little and just listen to how fucking blown out this mix is. Oh God. It's yeah. It's, it's like, genuinely it's like, unenjoyable. You, you, know, you know that thing when it's like, you know, people call it ear rape, right? Like the memification of like you take a sound and just crank the gain until it until it spikes. Yeah. Right? That's what this sounds like. It took me two seconds to understand oh that. Oh my god. It sounds like <laughs> shit. There's no one that's going to argue that that album sounds oh, good. Oh, that's, that's funny. So the new album has some, has some space to breathe, which is pretty cool. Um, where's this solo at? But also, just appreciate this. This song is mixed. Oh, what an incredible concept. <laughs> this actually sounds like music. Like an album and not cement. I like that. I like that comparison. Oh, that's funny. Well, congratulations. I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, no, that actually has like a good sound to it. I like, also, I, 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 I like Gina that. as a backing vocalist too. They're, they're, they're a band that you've made me listen to numerous times and I've just never really dedicated a lot of time to them. You know what I mean? They have some stuff that's really really cool, but I also think that like, like their last two albums are mixed so horribly that if you couldn't pull dynamics out of it, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Yeah. Purple doesn't sound good either, but holy fuck, Golden Grey has to be the worst album I've ever listened to. And I listened to Death Magnetic for enjoyment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awful yeah i like a few songs on it but you know what i like a bunch of songs on what the new dan avidan with super guitar brothers i was gonna ask if you listened to it because that was on my uh what have i been recently listening to i did um, not that i not that i think it's worth like a huge discussion but like no it's you know it's a bunch of acoustic covers of popular songs i think dan has a, a really great like just like calm but full voice yeah. his voice is straight out of the 80s um well, we already some, talked about some, their we yeah. already talked about their first collaboration so we don't need to go into the second yeah. detail no, because so it's just, very I, I, very similar um go ahead. i think it's very good i think it's just i think it's just really good and there's there's a few like clocks by coldplay is not a song i typically think much of but i like the cover on here i think it was done really well it sounds really nice it's it's great i can agree with that i also think that there's a few songs on here that are um, kind of unsung favorites of mine. Like, I really like Time Stand Still by Rush, and it's good to see that that was his Rush pick for this album, because he has to have a Rush pick. He always album. has to do a Rush pick. But yeah. that's that's a that's a good kind of more obscure one, and I really like that one. It's like kind of po- one of the popular Rush songs that's good for his voice. I'm yeah. sure you were really excited to see Big Empty. I'm actually, it's actually funny that you mentioned that, because that's actually not the one that I was about to say. There was, There is a pick on here that I was super excited to see. I said that because it was the Stone Temple Pilots song, and I know you And that's, know. yeah, I just think it's funny that you were just like, because I was so sure you were actually going to call out, like, my real answer here, and, and then you lost me at the oh, last second. Oh, don't stop believing. No. No? Okay. No, but Shape of My Heart. Okay. Uh, Like, if you're going to pick a Sting song, that's not the one I thought he would pick, but I think it's a great Oh, it's choice. a good pick, yeah. It's a great pick. Um, yeah, I think it's a really, I think that's a really solid. Album. I'm glad you mentioned it because it yeah. was, like I said, it was on my, it was on my list. Um, and um, there's otherwise... a new Cannibal Corpse song, which I know you won't uh, be interested no, in, okay. but if you're into that no. kind of thing, then uh, that one is a much better, better metal song than anything put out by Sleep Token oh ever. God. Go ahead, Jeff. What have you been listening to? <laughs> well. Uh, the Dan Avedon and Super Guitar Bros album I'd have listened to uh, a few times through, which has been very enjoyable. Um, otherwise, the other day, um, a man named Peter Brotzman had passed away. And frequently, whenever I find that an old musician passes away, I will spend a day listening to them sort of like in honor. 
and uh, Peter Brotzman was a uh, jazz saxophonist who mostly did like a lot of free jazz, which I think can also just be described as like, you know, the music that makes people not like jazz. That's what it is. <laughs> um, it's, so it's a lot of that. I, I listened to a lot of noisy saxophone for a day, but hey, man, respect, respect where it is due. Um, otherwise, Chris, as you are probably aware, we are recording this after June 25th. June 25th is the official start of the Christmas in July season. Oh, my God. So, so the Christmas music listening has officially oh begun. Oh, God. Now here's the fucking <laughs> I... Jeff lore. I can't get away from it. And now I'm we gotta start praying, with the, praying to the Christmas God or whatever. I, I, Christmas God. Um, that would... That his would name's be... Christ. He comes to you in his sleep. <laughs> no, I was gonna say the the Christmas God would be um just typically referred to as God by by oh, many people. God, just gonna start preaching about him and fucking making songs about him. Or we can talk about Santa. <laughs> yeah, and that the time true that Christmas. He, and that time that he and, and that time that he bitch slapped a man. <laughs> oh, what a good movie! We gotta watch that. Ah, uh, we got to. Uh, what's that even called? That's the, that's Kirk the, that's Cameron's the Kirk Saving Cameron. Christmas. Saving Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. I love that. Uh, just to clarify, uh, the actual man, the the man from Turkey, the man Saint Nicholas, um, in a in a debate over the divinity of Jesus Christ, he got into an argument with, I believe, another bishop, who was questioning the divinity of Jesus Christ. And St. Nicholas's response was to, as it is usually described, smite him, which is normally interpreted as he probably just, like, punched this man in the face. <laughs> it's a great story. Well, Kirk Cameron tells it it's even better because he bludgeons the man with a cane. Yeah. Oh, man, it's awesome. It's a great scene. If you um really want to know the spirit of Christmas, you got to check out Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Because it will teach you that the real important thing about the season is presence. Is presence and casual racism. Don't forget <laughs> that. Don't. <laughs> like, how could you forget the uh, the one black man in the movie who was just like a really weird racial stereotype? <sighs> oh, what a, what a good movie. 10 out of 10. A, Better than Sleep movie. Token. Christopher. Are we done? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go token, go to sleep. Okay.